Welcome back to another episode of Mrs. King's Chronicles, a podcast for the fans of Scarecrow Mrs. King. My name is Taya Johnston, and I'm joined by my friends Lexi Fema, Jen Peterson, and Miranda Thomas. We're excited to discuss Season 2, Episode 12, Ship of Spies. So this episode was originally aired on January 7th, 1985. It was directed by Michael Hyatt. He only directed one episode of Scarecrow and Mrs. King. He did direct three episodes of Heart to Heart from 81 to 82. And he associate produced 87 Heart to Heart episodes. So he was pretty Mm. involved in that show. I know a lot of our uh, listeners like that too. So... The writer, Jen, talked about during Double Agent. His name is Robert Belak, and he wrote five episodes, three in season two and two in season three. Also, it was filmed 13 and shown 12 of 23 total. Guest stars. The first one is Corey Rand. Um, He played Orlando Gravas. He was born in April 1946 in Mexico, and he died at 56 mm. in December of 2002. So pretty young. Yes, young. Um, he only had 18 overall acting credits, but a couple of the highlights were Hawaii Five O, um, Knight Rider, and Predator 2, the movie. Um, he played Ramon Vega. And then his last acting gig was in 93. So he at least had nine years of time when he wasn't doing acting, I guess. Uh, the other person is Rennie Santoni. He played Emiliano. He was born in April 1939 in New York City. And he has 101 overall acting credits. Um, the first was in 1962. And some of the highlights were uh, Dirty Harry. He played Chico. That was in 1971. Um, he was in an episode of The Rookies um, in 1975. He was also in Hawaii Five O. He was in an episode of Charlie's Angels in 79. Um, He was also in the movie Bad Boys as Ramon Herrera. And he was actually starring in a show called Sanchez of Bel Air, um, which was in 1986. And it had a similar plot to The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Very similar, but basically with a Hispanic family instead of African American. It was really strange. Wow. Um, Like... It only had one season. It was a full season. He was the lead character in it. Um, his name was Ricardo Sanchez. Um, but yeah, the the whole premise was that um, it was kind of similar in that the family ended up being a little bit successful. They moved from Chicago to L.A. or to Bel Air specifically. And it the show kind of chronicled and followed their antics from there. So hmm. obviously Fresh Prince came um, four years later in 1990. He came from um, Philly, right? Mm-hmm. West yeah. Philadelphia, born and raised. Raise. Those were back in my days. <laughs> um, On the playground is where I oh, spent most huh? of my days. That's yeah. what it was. Chilling out Max and relaxing all cool. And I was shooting out Beeble <laughs> outside of the school. Went out. <laughs> When, when, <laughs> when a couple of guys, they were up, up to, no to no good, good. Started, started making, making trouble, trouble in my neighborhood. And that one, one little fight, fight my, my mom, mom got scared and said, you're moving with your uncle and auntie and Bill Air. Oh, I switched it. I switched it. That was a good show. Yeah, it was a great I show. I did like <laughs> So to finish up, Runny, um, Runny, R-E-N-I, by the way, um, in the 80s and 90s, he was in a couple episodes of Miami Vice, Murder, She Wrote, Walker, Texas Ranger, and NYPD Blue. He was in four episodes of Seinfeld from 94 to 98 as Poppy. Oh, I love Seinfeld. Yeah. I mentioned that because I knew you did. So yeah. I don't know if you'd Iconic. Seinfeld's I was going to say, Jen likes, uh, Jen likes uh, yeah. Seinfeld, too. Well, we had to show our kids that show because <laughs> we had so many 
complete line so that we kept quoting back to them. Us too, yep. So we had to like actually un- understand what we were saying. <laughs> I never got into Seinfeld. I was always more of a Friends fan. And right now I'm still the biggest, not the biggest, but I love The Office. That, oh, those yeah. are my sitcoms. Yeah, yeah. And Parks and Rec too, just more modern. But I know I need to watch Seinfeld, but right now there's no like good place to watch it. You know, otherwise I'd have to buy the... Yeah, I don't have because they don't have it on Netflix, or I don't think they have it on really Hulu either. There's how many ep- seasons, Jen? How many? Like nine or ten? You know, I don't know. There's a lot. You know, yeah. but I think it was one of the first type of show like that with a yeah. bunch of friends kind of being that had the water cooler stuff. Like the next day, yeah. people were standing around the water cooler talking about it. You know? Yeah. He was in a couple 2000s movies that were popular: uh, Twenty Eight Days, Doctor Doolittle Two, and then TV shows: uh, Grey's Anatomy, According to Jim, and CSI. Um, so he is still working technically. There's an unfinished movie as of 2016, Clean Sweep. There's no updated notes since 2016, so I don't oh, know well. if that'll come to fruition. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> so the other two people, I'm not going to um, go into deep detail about just because they didn't have a lot of exciting things. But one is Gary Wood. Um, he played Rackham. I just thought it was interesting. He was in four episodes of Charlie's Angels, playing a couple different characters from 1977 to 1981. And then Marlon Mason, who played Jillian Davis. Um, she's been really active throughout her career she actually has over 113 acting credits Um, I didn't recognize a lot of the work that she's done but one thing that I thought was really interesting a cool piece of trivia from IMDB she was in the uh, movie The Trouble with Girls and um, that was with Elvis Presley and he actually nicknamed her Cap during that time and she's actually one of only four women to ever record with him so yeah that's Marlon Mason, she's still active. She's still got a lot of stuff in pre- or post-production on IMDb. But I thought that was pretty cool, uh, just her being one of the four. So Very cool. Yeah. Other than that, that's all I got for today for the guest stars. Very nice. Yes. In this episode, Lee and Amanda pose as an engaged couple on a honeymoon cruise where they must decipher a coded message to find a missing agent and then cover a smuggling operation. One marriage and several adventures later, they stop money intended to fund a Mexican revolution. So one of the very few episodes that doesn't have an intro with DC uh, cityscapes Mm -hmm. everywhere. It looks like a carnival cruise ship, to be honest with you. That like blue and red color. Mm -hmm. So do you want the trivia on the cruise ship? Yes, yes. I was going to say, I think it is a carnival cruise ship. (laughs) It's actually the first carnival cruise ship. The Mardi Gras was the first carnival cruise ship. No way. How fun. It was, it was. They first sailed in 1972. Wow. It's older than me. (laughs) That's saying a lot. I said it's older than me. (laughs) Wow. So even at this point, I mean, it was already 13 years old. That's cuckoo. And they actually filmed, though, on the Queen Mary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is just the outside shot? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why did they call it the Mardi Gras, Miranda? Just because it's a party ship? Party, party? I have no idea that they... It probably left out of Louisiana or something, you know? Maybe, maybe. Because they repurposed it. It originally wasn't like a, like a normal cruise ship. They repurposed it and added all of the casino type things and that type of stuff. But the Mardi Gras was the first one. So the one that you see, the, the one that you see sailing is, is actually the Mardi Gras. How fun. Now... When they show them getting onto the boat, mm-hmm. you see a sign that says Mardi Gras right above it, but it's not actually, you're, obviously, it's not actually the Mardi Gras. 
Right. It's Queen Mary. So when it, when you, when they have the insides, like right now, once we, you know, once they stop the sailing establishing shots, they have the long hallway. That's actually the Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I was just on it not too long ago and it looks exactly the same. <laughs> There's several parts. I, I have pictures of, maybe we can add those uh, on our uh, Facebook page. Uh, of mm-hmm. you know now and then kind of shots but it's everything's exactly the same we were able to find out like when amanda comes out of what is supposedly the casino we found exactly where that was and we found a <laughs> bunch of little spots it was fun yeah, like the woodwork and yes all of it's the same does amazing. it still go out sailing no and stuff? okay mm-hmm. it's just for looking it's it's, it's been, yeah you can actually stay things. the night there oh, we had dinner yeah, there Jim and i came this close to doing that a while back like 10 years ago yeah we didn't spend the night but yeah, we spent a lot of time on it. David's, um, David and his parents uh, spent the night on there. Hmm. And they had a ghost experience there. They did? Tell me about it. <laughs> there are some ghost stories about that ship. Yeah, there's several of them. They, we actually took a tour, David and I, David Johnson and I took a tour of, uh, a ghost tour of on the mm-hmm. ship. It was really fun. It was kind of creepy. Tell us one story, please. So there was, when David and his parents were on there, his parents stayed in the Winston Churchill room. Okay. And they were in there, and then I don't remember exact story. He could tell it better, obviously. Mm-hmm. But his mom was convinced that somebody was in the room with them. That's weird. Yeah, and what it made her think that the the closet door. Somebody opened the closet door, and then it. Like, Do you think that they just make that effect though? Like you know, because they... somebody didn't know. I forget who it was, but somebody didn't realize they were in the Winston Churchill room, and they said they could smell somebody smoking a cigar. Or a pipe, whatever he smoked. I don't know. I can't remember now. Maybe they were just really sensitive to smoke. Yeah, but yeah, they could smell. Yeah, it is a loud ship making creepy noises. I do remember that. Yeah. So you can definitely scare yourself. Anyways, they had some really, they had some really interesting ones. And then somebody, they were, you know, they were telling us these where um, they were kids. Uh, somebody heard kids playing. Nope, and not like that. If there's kids involved, I'm out. Yeah. I'm outie. That's like so any, funny. Like kid ghosts or like you hear a child's after. Nope get me out that then you would not like this story because it was creepy as as it was creepy af man really well somebody they were in the ship and they heard kids playing and and um they're like you know who are these kids you know it was like really late at night you know like two in the morning or something like that they were walking around and then they found out that that's where uh they used to have a child care type thing in there but it was like years from then you know what i mean like it was just but really why are there why would it be children's laughter if the children didn't die i don't know okay i thought it was something like with the swimming pool there was a swimming pool thing there was a swimming pool thing and oh my god it there were just so many different stories and that was really creepy i mean honestly that both sounds like a series of unfortunate events no wonder why it's no longer in service yeah well they had to close the pool down hmm. because they actually used they they actually <laughs> no because it was creepy i think but anyway it, no it was creepy however it was because of the ordinances uh, the permits and stuff like that they couldn't it they would have to redo the pool because uh it wasn't deep enough or it was too oh. deep in one area or something like that i can't remember how how they explained it but hmm. um they couldn't they couldn't have it open so you can't even go in there which I really wanted to because Charlie's Angels filmed in there and I really wanted to. Oh, you can't even go in? No, you can't even go in the room. It's locked. That's stupid. 
But it was really cool. Yeah. What was sad, though, I mean, I went, I think we went to see it as a family in, like, the early 80s, and it was, like, a big deal. Um, and then I remember hearing on the news later in life, must have been maybe in the 2000s, they were going to, like, scrap it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it costs it so apart. it costs so much money to maintain. It's so big, you know. Yeah, but it's so cool. It's I know. An and the, the artwork that's in there, it's gorgeous. So what about it? I was so going to be crushed cool. if they I'll, scrapped it. I'll show you some pictures. Like, they said like, there's 58 confirmed deaths on the show. Oh, shit. Oh, see, there you go. Some that stories are around that. There you go. <laughs> Why have there been so many deaths, Miranda? Does it say, like, the commonality between it? Uh, I don't no, think. I think they were just. The most recent one was a heart attack. Shit. There's probably over time. That's where you go if you want to die, I guess. People die. In a creepy way. I don't think there was any, like, weird deaths, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't recall. But I was looking to see, um, just because I was, yeah, I was curious. So there was a story that they told us on the ghost tour that during the war, Okay. okay, it would go out, right? It was super, super fast. And nobody could keep up with it. Hitler had a, uh, like a bounty mm-hmm. and said, anybody who can take out the Queen Mary, you uh, will get like, I forget, they, he had like some big prize for them yeah. that, because nobody could outrun her. So, so when she was in the war, mm-hmm. was she still like technically a cruise liner or was she no, like she, a warship? No, she was a warship. So she was a warship and then they outfitted her as a cruise liner. I think it was, she was a cruise ship, then she went to be a warship and then she went back to oh. being a... Yeah. So yeah. when the when the sailors were on there, mm-hmm. okay, they um, had this door that they would um, they would have to practice shutting all the doors. You know, all the the hatches. The hatches. Thank yeah. you. They would shut all the hatches because they had to make sure that if there was a breach, that they could shut down and wouldn't lose. You know, they wouldn't sink because you know if there was a hole or right. you know. Um, um, what do you call it? Iceberg straight ahead. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know, yeah. that they had to practice sure. it. So this door would shut. Mm-hmm. Well, the guys, you know, they're bored. You know, they want to play some games and stuff. So when they would have those, mm-hmm. they would, when the door would automatically shut, it would take a while for it to shut. Well, they would go back and forth between the doors, mm-hmm. between the, as it's closing, to be like, you know, like kind of playing chicken. Oh. Okay? okay? Except one time, one of the sailors got squished by the door. No. Yeah. So they say he haunts the place and Oh, interesting. Yeah. So and I have a picture of the of the door where he where that squished it at. That is yeah. the way I'd want to go. Yeah, you don't want to go that way. So she was a cruise ship from nineteen thirty six to nineteen thirty nine, then a warship from nineteen thirty nine to nineteen forty six. Huh. And then back to a retrofit to a cruise ship in 1947. Interesting. And then how long was she active as a cruise ship? Um, final year at sea, 1966. Wow. Wow. That's a really long time. Mm-hmm. It's been in Long Beach since 1967. Okay, okay, on this door that this happened, that story I just told you, major compartments within passenger machinery and cargo spaces could be sealed off by hydraulically operated watertight doors. Each door is capable of withstanding 30 tons of pressure, and all 38 were closed automatically from the bridge in less than one minute. It was the Titanic disaster of 1912 that led to such safety features and to the establishment of the international laws for their regulation. That's what it said on the door. But yeah, the door is huge, and 
the guy got squished. <laughs> squishy, squish, squish. Yeah, yeah so exactly. They yeah, they were playing chicken with it. Yeah. You know, they said, well, you know, bored, you know either exactly they were bored because they're on, you know, they're on the ship for so long and you can only take so much, you know, <laughs> playing cards and stuff. No, I life. nor would I. And you know what, Lexi, I doubt anybody did after that either. Honestly, some it probably incentivized more of them to be like, oh, well, I'm not going to die doing that. And it bows when you look from one end to the other. When you get down to the um, floor there, a certain area, mm-hmm. you can go from one end of the ship to the other, and you can see it's one long hallway, That's and cool. it, like, bows. That way it can move as the waves hit and everything. that It doesn't just snap, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. It's really interesting. It was a, it was a, I, I highly recommend people, you know, if they're able to go there, that they go and visit. It's yeah. fun. Very cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing the stories. Sure. I'm sorry I don't have a great memory of all the stories, but there were some really gory ones and yeah, interesting ones. Yeah, her sistership was the Queen Elizabeth, right? Yes, yes. But I think that one either went down or got scrapped. Something yes. That yep, exactly. Pieces of history. You've got to hold on to them. Mm-hmm. So we see Rackham and... So Gretz and Rackham will later learn their names for a very good reason. (laughs) They're baddies. And they come together. They've met up uh, from opposite directions to meet up at a particular stateroom. And outside, you can hear this person talking and saying, Blue Dolphin to Scarecrow, trying to get a hold of, of course, our our, uh, favorite Scarecrow. Mm -hmm. And they bust through. And this young guy is on a CB of sorts mm-hmm. um, trying to communicate um, to Scarecrow. His name's Orlando. And uh, he gets the better of the two guys and yeah. runs off. Initially. Initially, yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> Doesn't last we'll for long. We'll find out shortly. But it's really cool. The race scene, you know, him running and stuff, it really is like that. It's so, I mean, the staircase, that all looks exactly the same. That same carpeting is still there. I have pictures of the carpeting. How is it's it in insane. Still such good shape? Because there's not a ton of traffic going through there, you know? Yeah, but they give tours and stuff, right? Yeah. But I mean, it's not like, you know, people it's are. Used as a... Yeah. Maybe they had to get a company to make some more carpet like that. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's it's really cool, though. You know, in certain areas, you can tell it's really worn, but it's it's really cool. So I'm sure it's probably historically, uh, what do you call it, historic preservation protected. So then we um, come to the agency, and it's a telegram. It says 102784, right? Yeah. Yep. 102784, 1,700 hours, Princess Martha, Miami, Florida. And then it says Blue Dolphin to Scarecrow, Blue Dolphin to Scarecrow, Code 5, Winter Conditions, Repeat, Code 5, 24C, Ship of Lies, Repeat, 24C, Ship of Lies. So I, I don't think it's a telegram. It's a coded message that he just sent. That's what it's got to be. And they, they relayed it to him that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I thought that they say, like, later on we find out that there's a mistake. Yeah. In the cryptography. So right. They're just, it's a coded, it's he, coded how message. How did he get this to whomever to get it to him? He must have gotten on the certain frequency because um, remember in yeah. brunettes are in amanda got in on a certain yes. frequency and got a whole right. right got right into billy so they must have some secret frequency that yeah. they can get a hold of him i guess so he's getting this and he's explaining uh, to billy you know he orlando his source Informant. you know 
his informant has, you know, some pertinent information and seems really hot. And Billy obviously does not have the same admiration for Orlando. Um, you get the sense that, you know, he doesn't uh, respect the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being kind, aren't I? Yeah, you're being very kind. <laughs> and he doesn't, um, you know, he, he's like, he brings up old in, in for, information that Orlando gave that was poor yeah. and, and caused some problems. And, Lee's very quick to defend him and say, hey, what about Grenada? So obviously he's done some really good things, but he's also done some bad things. So once again, we have Lee's friends are just, what did you call You're like, he has some really shitty friends. <laughs> that sounds like something I'd say. I sort of want to sing the song, Just the Gigolo. <laughs> and everywhere I go. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So like this guy's a carouser, a womanizer, um, a partier, if you will. And but Lee's sticking up for him saying, hey, he also does some really good things for us, too. And, you know, don't forget about those, you know. And yeah, he can, you know, do all those other things. But um, when it comes down to it, he's a good informant. So something that we didn't mention, just because we kind of um, like skipped over a little, little bit. In the script version that we have, which is a which is a final draft, November 9, 1984 is the date. They actually kill Orlando in the script. So right. they they specifically um, say that they shoot him. Yep. Rackham and Gretz shoot him. And the stage direction is Gretz and Rackham drag a large full garbage sack to the side, look carefully around, then dump it overboard. Talk about harsh. Wow. Hi, Orlando. Nice. Yeah, so I'm glad they changed it. It doesn't really make sense for them to keep him alive, but at the same time, I don't think that they needed to kill him, too. So I'm, I'm glad that these bad guys weren't at least all the way bad uh, initially. <laughs> initially. Yeah. Kindler, gentler, scarecrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Kid-friendly. <laughs> Lee seems to get his way. Lee says he'll take time off and pay, you know, it'll come out of his own pocket type thing. He's that determined. He he really feels like Orlando's got something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I can't just send you. And, and he said, fine, I'll do it myself. He goes, I just need a partner. Whatever Grenada was, it shut Billy right up. Yeah. <laughs> Grenada is, um, that's a historical thing. No, I know. I'm just saying whatever. No, I know that. I'm just whatever meant, information. Whatever yeah. information. Whatever part. He, whatever he yeah, whatever he gave to to that. Uh, it must have been a big deal for them. So. Gotcha. Wasn't that when he saved his life? Yeah, I'm sorry, but how many people have saved Lee's life? How many people? I mean, seriously. He, you know what? Amanda's a damsel in distress. It's Lee Stetson that's the damsel in distress. No doubt. With how many people have been responsible for his? Life, yes. You know, being in this, uh, in in this office and agency. Maybe five saved his life, but if you ask Lee Stetson, you probably saved a hundred. Five lives. There you go. Compared to. That's probably true. <laughs> Maybe true. Maybe like giving him information that helped him is saving his life. Maybe actually taking a bullet for him is saving his life. But there could be lots of things in between those two. True. Good could point. be. I have a feeling it's more action related for him though, but yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, just knowing, you know, that that's the type of thing that he would see as a benefit, I think. Anyway, so obviously this person means a lot to him and he's willing to go out on a limb for him. And Billy finally 
agrees, but he can't give him anybody. Everybody's too swamped and he, you know, he just can't spare anybody. Yep. So, of course. Who comes? There's only one choice. Get to the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) Billy seems really shocked when he says he'll do it on his own time. He goes, I swear to you, just as I am standing here, he has something. I can just taste it. I wonder what that tastes like. (laughs) He goes, all right, check out that ship he was on and see if you can book a passage. And he's like, already done. All cocky. He goes, then what are you waiting for? He goes, I have a problem. The next ship is a honeymoon cruise. Francine looks at him like, oh, (laughs) and I'm going to need a partner. Enter the grocery store. (laughs) It's so cute. Dottie is so Dottie here. She's like, this one doesn't even have a price. (laughs) It makes me so mad. You know, she's going to go home and write a letter to somebody about that. I actually remember when that happened more and more. And I get irritated, too, because the prices are never on anything. Yep. It's funny because if you look at the shelves, all the all the um, cereals, are, except for some strategic ones, are all backwards. Oh, so you can't see who they are. Like, there's Crispex. I don't think we're supposed to see that one, but we do. I love Jamie comes up with, like, ten boxes of chewy chippers. Mom! Mom! Oh, guess what? If I buy six packages of chewy chippers, I get free fries. Oh, my and you will have false teeth by the time you're 15. Oh, Bozo. Philip, do not call your brother Bozo. And you put all this junk right back where you got it. I am uh, going to go to the meat counter. Right. I'll meet you produce. See, your fellas do not run in the grocery store. In the script, I think it was bubble gum and you got free football cards. And she said, I don't think your dentist would appreciate that. That's cute. <laughs> I think it was like that, right? With the with the gum. It it was the chewy chippers. You did, did I know, but um, back in the eighties, it was a big deal to buy gum to get. Oh yeah! Gum. Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! For sure. That's and it was that hard, flat, uh, and it oh, had yeah. like powder on it. Yes. Uh, it was nasty. I don't it wasn't know. very good at all. No. <laughs> I love this scene. It's super cute. When she goes to get some milk and she just pulls one gallon out and then out pops Lee. Oh, he could find her in the milk section, I guess. (laughs) He's like, hi. She's like, he goes, I know you don't like it when I do that. She's like, it's weird. (laughs) The eyeshadow on Lee. Normally, I don't notice. It's bad on this one. Like half of the episode. It's really bad. Really bad. Yeah. Uh, Eyeliner and yeah, it really is bad. It looks like he's actually dressed as a grocery yeah it is too. he does he's got a little <laughs> so apron perusing around looking for her if he needed to <laughs> this is so much more dramatic i love how that lady's looking at her like who the heck is that lady talking to mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's she's talking things you know he asked her if she has any plans she's like oh yeah my friend from from college is uh kitty holcomb is is coming for a visit we haven't seen each other in you know a long time and and he's like oh well, you don't want to miss that. A cruise ship isn't the same in the same league. And she's like, a cruise ship? Well, she's going to be a, here a couple weeks. He's like, luxury liner. I need somebody as a cover on a trip. She goes, you know, she actually said next weekend would be better for her than this weekend. So I know everybody knows this, but Kitty Holcomb at the time was Bruce's wife. So I thought that was kind of cute that they, I like how they would kind of pepper in real people. That's mm-hmm. why I wonder if that Doris Stemple is... Somebody from somebody, new, a real person from uh, our man integrity. Mm-hmm. That one's fresh in my mind since I just edited it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, how did the hell did you just pull that out? Yeah, it's because yeah. of that. 
I love it. He's like Calypso bands, warm tropical breezes. She's like, Lee, do you really need me? He goes, I need you. She goes, well, then that's it. I'm there. She's so (laughs) self-sacrificing. She looks really good there. Oh, my God. Guess what? I just clicked on Yahoo. Thing comes up. Teen dies after losing footing on ship's balcony. (gasps) And it's a cruise ship. Oh, Oh my God. That's not funny, but I'm just saying, like, the irony. They're listening. They're listening. They're totally listening. You know, we saw a lot of cruise ships when we were in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just thinking, because they have all the balconies off the very back. And I'm like, man, you can just fall off there. Yep. You know, or on purpose, or an accident. Especially because people are drinking a lot on cruises. Yeah, it's frightening because they have free alcohol and food. Mm -hmm. Royal Caribbean. Oh my god. Yep. We just booked our cruise for a Disney cruise. Oh my god, that's gonna be so fun. Twenty twenty. So jealous. See that February of twenty twenty. Oh, how fun for you! So cool. I'm just worried about being trapped on a ship. I like I like to go places. Honestly, all you're on there is to sleep and eat. It's to sleep and to eat at night. Yep, because, because otherwise you are partying my everywhere else. My favorite days, though, are the days at sea. That's my favorite day. Oh, really? Yeah, I like... Don't I like the like excursion. The oh, I like this excur- excursion. Um, Nassau um, and Castaway Cay, and it's only a... It's a Four, three nights, four days. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, like, we'll be we'll be back. We leave on Friday and we come back on Monday. Yeah. So it's kind of like the one we did originally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Except we go to Castaway Cay instead of the, yeah. um, Royal Caribbean Island. Yeah, we need to try one. Lane and I have been on a few of them. We've done a seven-day one, a five-day one. We've, we we really enjoyed it. Are there too many people? No, everywhere? you don't, don't do like you do not feel like they're anywhere near you, honestly. No. It's it's, it's like a big city. It really yeah. is like a big city. Yeah, we'll have to try. My husband feels even stronger about like not wanting to be around people and worried about Honestly, people. you don't but you aren't even. So true. Most of the time when you're on the ship, you're sleeping. Yep, or you're eating. Yeah. Like <laughs> seriously, they get into the port early in the morning mm-hmm. and you can get off. Mm-hmm. And then you come back at then, night and then you're yeah, back you and then you and eat and have, then you go to bed. Eat dinner. Yep. Have, have a nightcap and then go to bed and get up early the next morning. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's our, a lot well, of fun. We'll probably try because our friends do the Disney Cruise Days like twice a year. They do one. Wow. It, it's a lot of fun. Do they do the one out of San Diego? Uh, yeah, there's a couple of repositioning cruises up. They go from like Vancouver, um, British Columbia down to San Diego. Yeah. And then there's some that go from San Diego then down into Mexico, like where they were. So we'll we'll do it eventually. But I yeah, I, I just I'm more for the excursions and being outside. So I don't know. How much you like, and you but. are honestly, it's so much fun. And then you have the casino to play at at night, and it's it's a lot of fun. I played in a poker tournament on there, and I got uh, third place. Nice. It was a lot of fun. I've won like 400 bucks. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, lot of fun. It'd be, it'd be nice not to have to worry about food. Yeah, yeah and like, drinks. You know, like, you know, just go send the kids to eat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And- oh, my God. So we would go, we we did the, you know, formal dining, you know. So we would go and have this formal dinner. Well, Lane and Tyler would have two meals from there. They would be like, they'd be like, hey, are you still hungry? And and they're like, yeah. So they would bring another one. So then they'd have like lobster tail, yep. two of them. And then they'd have two desserts, you know. Then when we were done, they would go up to the balcony and find the the all-you-can-eat buffet and eat from there, too. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys. They gained, like, two or three pounds while we were gone, you know. So much food. All-inclusive 
resort when we were in Mexico, and um, it was real nice for that reason. But then I felt like I had to eat, like, so then, now I have to be on a diet. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, there's all this food, and I have to say, it did allow us to we would never just sit by the pool and order a bunch of drinks like on and on mm-hmm. and we did so that was nice on the all-inclusive so i could get into it that's nice yeah you would like yeah. a, i think you would like a cruise lane was like oh i i don't want to do this and i'm like please just try it because we had so much fun on ours when we went right miranda that um i was like please oh, yeah. just try it i think you guys will like it you know so we get on there the first we're on there for like an hour and he's like oh i don't like this i'm not gonna like this mm-hmm. and then like by morning, he was like, this is amazing. I never want to leave. I was like, holy crap. That's so cute. That would be Jim, because he, he would have a negative view about it and have to be convinced. Mm-hmm. So, That's what it was. We, he had to be convinced of it. Yep. But then the kids came on rapid, and what could really happen to them except falling over the balcony somewhere? Oh, jeez. I mean, he was trying to climb from one balcony to another because he forgot his room key. So oh, it's a Darwin Award. Yep, exactly. I, I just had to read what it was. And honestly, Jen, I took my 18-month-old. I, Brady was 18 months old when we took him, and he was perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. You just have to I watch mean, them, you know, like a good parent would. <laughs> I don't want to watch them. That's the point. I know, but I'm oh, saying as an 18 month old, you know. Disney cruise ships from the age of three to 18, they have their own little place to go to. Yeah, yeah I know, but my kids are getting older. But yeah, that would be that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could definitely get into that. Yeah, it's in Jonah. <laughs> yeah, well, and then they have kids like a kids connection type thing where you, you they can go in there, and if they're like Jonah's age, you they can leave on their own if you allow if you say it's okay, you know. So they can go yeah. in if they want, or they can go play in the arcade, yeah, or yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we did with Tyler, and he we let him you know leave if he wanted to. Yeah, we'll have to give it a whirl. Our friends want us to go on repositioning one from Vancouver to San Diego. Yeah, it's it's, it's a lot of fun, fun, and it's I I've only been on Royal Caribbean, and I liked all of them. So getting back to the episode, sorry, we had a little. <laughs> As always. What I was saying is she looks really good here. The The makeup looks good. The hair's a little poofy, but it's still, I think it looks not bad for the 80s, bad for right. the 80s and not bad for what we know is coming. Yep. <laughs> so when they're getting on the ship here, this is actually the Queen Mary. And those are those pictures I showed you mm-hmm. um, of the entrance. Yeah. Um, this is also, you can also see this in Charlie's Angels mm-hmm. and probably other, a dozen more uh, other shows. But. So what do you think they do? They fly down to like Miami and take a bunch of shots of the yeah of the cruise yeah. And then it's gotta be stock footage of the Mardi Gras. Yeah, because there's several scenes of it. Mm-hmm. But you can tell when they're getting on the ship here that it's the Queen Mary because of the shape of the windows and the stuff on the yep the color of the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing that they try to way that they try to make it look like the the Carnival cruise ship is there's a sign that says Mardi Gras on it. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, they don't try. <laughs> Lee's trying to, which this kind of frustrates me, and I know it frustrates Amanda. He waits. They've gone. They've flown there to wherever they're at, supposedly, you know, Miami, I guess. They had all that time on the way to the airport. They had all that time on the way in the air. They had all that time in the taxi to come, you know, and, and, and have him update her. And he waits until right as they're boarding because he knows... 
If she doesn't have an out, she has to go forward with it regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And his I charm. Wish would have been fine with it. Don't you guys? I mean, come on. Um, Jen, do you not remember in a few seconds here? She's going to go. Now that's she just that's too much. And she gets her. She starts hightailing it off of there. Yeah, but she has some time to think about it. I mean, I would just know. say we can get married, but we're not getting divorced. I know. Right. So he's explaining that that's why she's there. He's she's his cover. And he's like, it's, it's you know, we're engaged it's a special cruise. And she's like, well, what kind of special cruise? And he's like, uh, well, uh, it's a wedding cruise. She goes, oh, he goes, nothing but engaged. She goes, oh, well, sure. In two days, we dock at St. Angelo in the Caribbean and we all get married. That's asking too much. No, I can't. <laughs> he's like, whoa, whoa, wait. I love that. And then we get our first introduction to Miles and Jillian, the busybodies. Yep. They're obnoxious, I have to say, especially him. Yeah, with that powder blue suit and the Ugh. t-shirt. And They're yes. like the people I, I would hate to meet on a cruise. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Literally I alone. I would not want to be trapped with these people. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not at all. And they don't realize they're those kind of kind of people but then, either. But then all you have to say is, sorry, I'm here with a group. And then the ship is big enough that you sh- ideally shouldn't have to run into them again. Right. You but should be okay with life, being mean. But that is spy drama life. Right. <laughs> but you ever experienced the fact that you see and to coincidentally run into the same annoying people mm-hmm. over and over? <laughs> or is it just that you would notice them more? I think I you know, notice but... them. Because you're trying to purposely avoid Even them. Even on our trip, our recent trip, we it's like, God, those people are out there. They are again. <laughs> Do you ever wonder, does somebody else say that about you guys? You know, like, does somebody find us annoying? <laughs> you know, like. No, I think they're saying, man, we want to we be closer to those guys. We're just going to fall around. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Leisure Suit here is uh, in plastics. And once again, Lee and Amanda do not have their stories even close to jiving. They probably would if he would have given her the information up front. Exactly. Yes. If he had told her on the plane or in the ride to the airport or in the ride from the airport. But yet he's still annoyed with her. Like she should know. It's like, hello. Well, just like in weekend, he's like, why didn't you pick it a gear? One, two, three. She goes, why didn't you? He goes, because it's a woman thing. She goes, no, it's not. So uh, one of them asks, you know, is this your first cruise? And one of them says yes. And one of them says no. And and then they're like, well, how long have you been engaged? And one says three months. One says six months. And then I like how they cover it up. They're like, he goes, well, I asked her six months ago. And she goes, yeah, it took me three months to, you know, to, to decide. And then that's when Jillian's like, you let the catch like him almost off the hook. She's like, well, he was he's pretty well hooked. But that wasn't in the script. That last line wasn't in the script. No. Mm-mm. Amanda, they have it where Amanda doesn't even have time to react. They all start boarding and she doesn't even say anything. But I remember reading that. Yeah. But on this one, uh, I like how she's like, well, you know, like she's all that. She's not. It's not just him. That's all that. She's all that in a bag of right. chips, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get the fun, the port shots and them loading up the ship and and everybody waving goodbye to, you know, whomever. And then we see guys bringing on big, heavy pipes onto the ship loading it up and they're obviously very heavy there's two guys carrying them and it's quite the load for them and Gretz is not uh real happy with them dropping it nope. it appears and then there's that creepy couple that's just making sucking face yep. the, whole the whole time, time. <laughs> you see them over and over again yes they're those annoying people <laughs> yeah we hired you for this great this great 
you. And you know the guys probably got really bad breath, so that poor girl's got to suffer through it. Oh. <laughs> or the stage direction was like kiss, and then he's like copying a feel the whole entire time. Oh, <laughs> like taking advantage of it. I'm a method actor. Yeah. Ugh. Ew. Oh, it's so funny. So then the annoying couple bumps into him and they're like, you have to be careful or you'll end up eating next to it with people who even bore themselves. <laughs> and they're like, oh, like you're one of those people that we don't want to be around. So now they're going to be eating dinner with them. And then I love it. Amanda kind of mumbles. She's like, oh, God, what have you gotten me into? <laughs> and these rooms are ridiculously big. They do not look like this in real life no, at all. Not, not even they close. are tiny, tiny, tiny. Remember that one cruise, uh, the one we went on, Miranda? Yes. The two rooms side by side. There was four of us. So we kept the door open. Thank you. Adjoining rooms. The adjoining rooms. And so to keep it, to make it so we weren't so claustrophobic, we kept the door open the whole time in between us so that we could feel like there was like a a living room. and Yeah, because it was so tight in there. But they do get creative with the space. Oh, for sure. Taking a train. Mm Mm-hmm. Really fun how they get everything to fold back into the wall. Yep. Yep. That's very true. Yeah. Right here, he looks like he's got major makeup on. This is one of the few episodes where I'm like, oh, come on. Some of it, you know, you didn't have to have, but he's got a ton. I don't understand why. This is also the period in the 80s where everyone was wearing like light pants and guys were wearing cream. Yeah. Like Miami Vice look. Yeah. I don't know what that's irritates me. Yeah, but the eyeshadow, oof. Really funny because she's finally kind of feeling comfortable enough to complain to him, I guess you would say. He's like... Voila, adjoining rooms. Mm. It's not what you're thinking? No, it isn't. It really isn't. What I was thinking is that you've had plenty of time to tell me all the details about our assignment. You could have told me in the supermarket. You could have told me in the car on the way to the airport. You could have even told me in the airplane. All right. Maybe I should have said something. Maybe you should have said something, Lee, on a need-to-know basis. I think maybe this time I had a need-to-know. Okay. Okay. I apologize. Well, why didn't you just tell me? Because I didn't think you'd agree to come along. Well, why not? Because Because I know how strongly you feel about marriage. Look, Amanda... I have two whole days to wrap up this investigation. We won't even get as far as the ceremony, believe me. Wait a minute. What? What if we do? We won't. What if we did? What if we had to go through with it and get married so we wouldn't blow our cover? Yeah. Yeah? In the script, she actually says that she's angry with him. She doesn't go that far in the actual film version, but she does say, you know, that she's upset with him for not informing her properly. Right. That she's, you know, he's always leaving her out of things. Well, I'm good for her for saying something. I know. She says in the script, she said, he goes, voila, adjoining rooms after no response. That's not what you're thinking. She says, no, it's not Lee. I, Lee, I'm a little angry with you right now. <laughs> He goes, I was afraid of that. She said, you had every opportunity to fill me in on the details of this assignment. You could have told me at the supermarket, on the way to the airport, in the plane. You had no right to trick me. He goes, whoa, whoa, are you overreacting just a bit? I didn't trick you. I just didn't disclose all the pertinent information. She goes, which is like tricking me. 
Lee, marriage is something I feel very strongly about. How am, I, how am I going to explain to mother? I said I was going on, off on an assignment for IFF. I didn't tell her I'd be bringing her back a son-in-law. He goes, look, chances are very slim. It'll come down to that. I have two whole days to wrap the investigation up. And what if you don't? Hey, you think I want to get married? Ha! I could give you a dozen reasons why I wouldn't want to marry you. She goes, well, thank you very much. That's very flattering. He goes, Amanda, look, I don't want any, I don't want to marry anyone, okay? Now, if you don't mind, I've got work to do. <laughs> and then he, she's like, you know, where are you going and all that? And then he leaves and then kind of to herself, she goes, a dozen reasons? <laughs> I didn't have to go that far. I know. I, I, I like how they actually recorded it better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it, it, I like how uh, that was kind of mean, <laughs> you know, what he said. But I like how she's like, a dozen reasons? <laughs> like, geez, yeah. harsh. So is, this, is this cabin the for the couples that don't believe in... Uh, one bed before marriage or something because there's like two twin beds. Well, it's also uh, a regular cruise ship too. So think of it that way. You know, they need to adapt for it. So if they, if it was that other couple that obviously (laughs) (laughs) didn't want to have single beds, then they could have put them on a different floor. Yeah, it's just, Lee was so worried about appearances in the weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, because maybe he can, because they aren't married yet, that they can, he can yeah. pass that off. Where on that one, they were married, so. It is the 80s. Yeah. It was it was more accepted not to have the same, same room before you were married. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people didn't live together too much uh, without being married and stuff. So then we see a gentleman outside their room listening to them. And we don't know who he is yet. Obviously, we find out in a little bit he's Emiliano. So I remember somebody saying that they put so much makeup on him so that she didn't look like she had too much on. But she doesn't look like she has too much on. And I don't see where it would matter like if he looked like he normally looks. Like, why specifically this one, you know? I don't, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't understand the reasoning. It, it might be because of where they're filming. Because they're filming in such a darker area that yeah that, a light that, that could be true <laughs> he looks way too pretty here i mean like look at that shadow eye it's really well applied it's just completely out of place yeah look at him like, the lights, <laughs> it does look different i, I don't know, know. it could on. be the lighting i remember him joking about that yeah put a bunch of makeup on to match her his guy liner <laughs> well they probably would have to light it differently if in that kind of environment rather oh, than on a set you know that is a purple yeah. eyeshadow it's like a taupe it's a purple gray it, does, it looks Look kind of it. it looks bad okay let's stop looking at it because it's making me <laughs> feel bad for him. <laughs> oh man so he's explaining that you know he's going to get this all wrapped up and they won't have to get married easy peasy right because that's how all their cases go oh wait <laughs> She goes, but what if we did? What if we had to go through with this so we wouldn't blow our cover? He goes, yeah. She goes, yeah? <laughs> like, that's your plan? That's your backup? <laughs> He's like, I got to go. She's like, where are you going? He goes, I have work to do. She goes, huh? Where are you going? Where? Where? <laughs> if he wanted to reassure, he could have just said, I can give a fake name and birth date like he ended up doing. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think like it was probably a last minute thought. I was just saying, yeah, that was pure panic that was on that was, we're on our way to get married. What the heck am I going to do? Exactly. He's got to have a plan. He's a man with a plan or not. So he goes to the room C24 because he's thinking maybe that's what Orlando was trying to tell him 
that it whatever it was it's in that room and he finishes it up and as he's leaving he hears some people coming down the hall and of course who is it but mr and mrs kissy face or soon to be Mr. and Mrs. Kissy Face, I yeah. should say. And so he hightails it back into the room and hides in the closet, only to have Mr. and Mrs. Kissy Face come into that room. What are the odds? Because <laughs> I wonder what they were doing. <laughs> I wonder what he heard. Hmm, a lot of squeaking, I think, Jen. <laughs> he's looking around like, oh. I'm sure it isn't the first time he's found himself in a closet hiding, listening to stuff. Look at the pretty uh, robe she's got in there. A little lacy number that Amanda just put away. Up, yeah, it was a blue silk slips. robe. It looks like slips or underwear. Under, I don't know. Weird. It looked like an or robe. Yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. I just, I my nightgowns up. <laughs> I know. That's a pretty big closet for a cruise ship, too. <laughs> yep. Very generous sizing. Here. Very. So now Mr. Creepy Pants comes to the door, Rackham. I do not find him uh, appealing at all. He is frightening. And it's not just that caterpillar that's above his lip either. It's just everything. His hair. Yeah, he does a really good job of being creepy. Yeah. I don't think he's trying too hard, Lexi. (laughs) You know who's creepy is that, that captain guy with the beard. He's the oh, one. Yeah. Like, oh, not the cat. He's not the captain. Gretz. Gretz. More of a uniform. Yeah, he's more. Guy. Yeah, Gretz. Yeah, he's part of the ca- a crew, but yeah, I don't think he's the captain. But yeah, he's got the creepiest beard I've ever seen. I don't know. I'll have yeah. to look at some more. None of the baddies are attractive this round. No, much to your dismay. Yep, they're my fave. <laughs> so Rackham gives Amanda a telegram that is for Lee, and she says that he's he's you know. <laughs> that he's in the bathroom i think she says in the script i can't remember yeah. if she actually says it in the, in the episode indisposed. but she's indisposed but then she when the door when somebody knocked when rackham knocked at the door she's like lee so like mm. it doesn't really yeah yeah yep. track really well so amanda goes looking for lee and finds them coming out of c24 apparently uh mr and mrs kissy face uh, finally pooped themselves out <laughs> <laughs> they tuckered themselves out and she brings it to him and he opens it up and reads it and it says he groans and says well it seems one of our new recruits recruits in cryptography blew it orlando's message wasn't ship of lies she goes what was it and he goes it was ship of spies and she's like oh <laughs> so dramatic ship of lies would be better than ship of spies as a yeah, because like we were talking about earlier, yeah, you were saying, you know, who are the spies? Because yeah. they're the only spies on there. But Orlando maybe considered himself a spy. And Emiliano, who knew Orlan- Orlando too, you know, is a spy and as such. Emiliano didn't come on until after Orlando didn't check in. Right. So that's why I was thinking Ship of Lies would be better. Mm-hmm. Or Ship of Crooks. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Gold smugglers. <laughs> Alert. <laughs> their names are (laughs) don't trust so the next day they go to breakfast and they're out on the on the deck and creepy miles is like hey we missed everybody at the dinner and uh, jillian's like oh i told you everybody would be unpacking and he's like well i don't think everyone was unpacking last night rightly (laughs) so creepy and he's like uh uh, oh yeah right (laughs) haha ugh 
they don't even sit by each other. You notice that? Like that's the specific direction. In the yeah, everybody's sitting apart, uh, uh, all together except them. And then this is what frustrated me with this episode a little bit was Arturo and Carmen. They introduced them, and they obviously didn't just meet one week before. So they obviously know each other for a long time because she's doing everything for him before he even thinks about it. And they never answer that why that is. They never answer that in the show. But in the script, they actually do answer it. And we'll get to that at the end. But it was nice that they didn't. That you it know, wasn't intended. Yeah. Right? Like, they didn't just leave it as an unfinished yeah, element. It's like they they dropped it. You know, maybe it was cutting room floor or something. I was going to say, I figured it was cutting room floor because since they weren't actually part of it. But I always wonder. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear what the script says. <laughs> well, we'll tell you. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. So all of them introduce themselves. And then they ask them uh, where they're from. And uh, they they have they're kind of doing the similar Amanda and Lee thing where they were talking over each other and saying the wrong things and not, you know, sticking with the same story and everything, which makes you, you know, question, OK, are they the spies? But obviously they're not. I love it. We, we fell in love in first eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Close. And then Miles is like, what about you? Fill us in on you two. And she's and Lee goes, well, we haven't really uh, told each other much about each other. We prefer uh, an element of mystery to our relationship. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, right. She's probably like, yeah, I asked him too many times and he never tells me. So then Rackham comes up and uh, asks how everybody's enjoying their brunch. And, and Lee takes the opportunity to mention his friend who took the same cruise and Rackham's like, oh, perhaps I'll remember your friend. He's like, uh, Orlando Gravis. Does that ring a bell? And he has a look on his face. And he goes, uh, no, I'm afraid it doesn't. He was probably the quiet type, kept to himself. And Lee's like, no, as a matter of fact, he was known as quite a carouser. And then Rackham gets uncomfortable. And he's like, come on, ladies, I'll take you to the bridal shop. That visor on Jillian's head yeah. looks like ridiculous. Could not be less Although that lady's hat right there is pretty bad too. <laughs> pretty sunsetty for the morning. Mm-hmm. Or is it supposed to be dinner? I thought it was the morning. It said brunch. Miles seems to know how to make friends with everybody. Arturo, he got Arturo upset and he left. So then Lee takes the opportunity to go check out the ship and that's not really the casino right there. It's not? No. It's um like a big ballroom type area there but we were able to find that exact case that case is right there everything because there's two areas so there's this end and then there's another end on the other side and we were trying to figure out exactly which one it was there's an outlet and that's how we figured out this one was the the spot on the it's on the right side not the left side Mm -hmm. that they filmed this section so amanda comes out of the casino and startles Lee, of course. And uh, he's like, you know, what are you doing here? I thought you were in the bridal shop. And she's like, oh, was, everything was too expensive. And she goes, and I also thought maybe 24C was something with the casino. I like how they're he's holding her hand like that. It's sweet. But now they're comparing notes about the people at brunch and how she picked up on the fact that Arturo and Carmen obviously have known each other for a lot longer than one week. Right. Like they, you know, he's like, yes. Yeah, uh, she said, it seems like they've known each other for years, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh yeah, now that you mention it kind of thing. Like, Amanda's kind of like she wasn't a class act because she keeps throwing her theories by. Yeah, and you're right. Little checkups on other things. Uh huh. Cute. Yeah, it is. She's like, like they've been together for a long time. He goes, you don't buy them only knowing each other for a week. She goes, no, I think they've been married for a lot of years. He goes, that's pretty good, Amanda. <laughs> She's all like, ah, mm-hmm. shucks. 
He goes, any other candidates for I've Got a Secret? She goes, hmm, Miles and Jillian aren't in love. He says, he goes, oh, our resident expert. And she goes, no, I may not be an expert, but I know what I saw. She goes, this is funny. She says, she paid more attention to you than she did to him. <laughs> he just rolls his eyes. She goes, besides, they were sitting in opposite ends of the table and they just don't look like an engaged couple about to be married, which is true, which is true. He goes, yeah, you may have a point. She goes, are you going to investigate them? He goes, I think I'll concentrate on our friendly cruise director for the time being. And he mentions like, you know, he didn't even reckon, remember his friend Orlando and he was quite the partier. So he would have, everybody else, yeah, yeah everybody right. else on the cruise remembered him, but yeah. this Rackham didn't. So Rackham and Gretz are talking and saying that they, everything was loaded up onto the ship. So whatever that is, is what the issue is that they're trying to find. The Stetson guy and his girl. <laughs> Oh, Jen, you're right about the beard. Oh, yeah, wait, I missed Jen. it. Where's the creepy guy? Hold on, I want to see. Oh, ew, that is a nasty here. beard. It is nasty. Oh. It's kind of unkept. So, okay, so here's, this is frustrating too. Rackham's like, yeah, you know, when I steamed open that telegram, I couldn't make heads or tails of it. He goes, you think it was code? He goes, definitely code. When you read the, the telegram, it says exactly what it said. It didn't have any code or anything like right. that. So... Is Rackham just a yeah. moron? <laughs> Is he a complete moron and can't read? Can't figure it out. It's in code. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. So they're talking about um, arranging an accident for Lee and Amanda. And then they're they're going to keep their ears on them. So they're obviously going to plant a bug in their room. So that's going to be a problem. Oh, God. Yep. It's kissy FaceTime. <laughs> I love it. Lee goes, it's going to be a long game. <laughs> She says, Lee, maybe Orlando's clue was trying to tell us what was hidden, not where. And he goes, you mean like 24 crates? She goes, yeah, 24 cables, 24 cannons. She's like, long list, isn't it? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I don't think it would be that vague. Oh, it would, believe me. <laughs> and then he's like, I just wish the hell I knew, you know, what it was. And she's like, was he a good friend? He goes, mm, he was one of the best. He saved my life once in Haiti. I've been to Haiti. It was very beautiful. It was after the natural disaster, you know, and it was a few years and it was... They were rebuilding, but it was really pretty there. And then annoying leisure suit Larry comes up, Miles, and he's like, oh, there's my favorite couple. He's like, animated up a little bit. And they want him, he wants them to take a picture. So they hug. And he's like, how about a smooch? She goes, oh, how about a hug? He goes, Amanda, you got a real Mr. Warmth. (laughs) Make sure he doesn't get overheated. (laughs) Oh, he's just a little shy. And he goes, shy. She goes, smile. He gives quite the smile, he does. Yeah, he does. A little overzealous. Yeah. I think it's funny that he was appalled that she called him shy. I know. He's like, what do you mean shy? Like, kind of like, I'll give you shy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> go for it. So now Miles is going to get the, the pictures developed. Oh, I bet you they don't really care. He goes, oh, by the way, Jillian's up for some cards. YouTube up for some pinochle. She goes, maybe. <laughs> Lee goes, jerk. She's like, he's trying to be nice. So they get back and Lee's little mechanism to decide, uh, to determine if somebody's broken into the room has shown that somebody's actually dro- broken into their room. And so he's like, all right, stay here. And he pulls out his gun. I wonder how, wouldn't they find that gun on him it, w- when you lo- um, when you get on the ship? That's true. That was, you want yeah, they probably, probably. You're probably right. Well, 
Lee has her go stay to the side of the door and he's going to um, sneak in. It's like Goldilocks and the three bears. He's, like they are actually catching Goldilocks in the room. <laughs> yeah. And there he is. He's sorting through something. He's like, find find what you're looking for. And then they start fighting. Oof, that's going to make a mess. Yeah. Oof. In a real coo- um, cabin, they would not be able to take two steps. They'd be before, bouncing off the walls. Yeah. falling onto the twin bed. <laughs> this is a historic place, you know. In the Queen Mary, they actually are bigger. I wonder if, if they're bashing around in the Queen Mary. I mean, you'd think they'd be worried about their, their, their walls and their closets and... All that stuff. Yellow flowers. Oh, cute. Good spotting. Mm-hmm. Yellow flowers in the room that happen to have a listening device in them. Yeah. So Amanda brings over a cup of water and splashes it on his face. <laughs> so he's like, all right, let's start from the top, shall we? What were you looking for? You're you're not really planning on using that, are you? Emiliano asked Lee. Gunshots would detract a great deal of attention on a ship like this. I don't have to shoot you to get what I want. <laughs> Pistol whip your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then Emiliano's like, I suggest you don't. He's like, may I? And he's like, carefully. So he pulls out his ID. Amanda goes to grab it and Lee grabs it mm-hmm. instead. He's Emiliano Gomez from the Puerto Faro Security Police. We suspect one of our operatives may have been killed on a previous voyage. He was Puerto Faro. His name wouldn't be Orlando Gravis, would it? He's like, yes. He goes, I'm sorry, my friend, but it seems we're on the same side. He was an informant of mine and also a very good friend. You know, he saved his life once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Any idea where he might be? He's like, our government is in a very weak position right now. We believe billions of dollars are being smuggled in to fund a violent revolution. You think the money's being smuggled in on the ship? That is what Orlando was trying to find out. Uh Uh-oh. So now we have a team. The three of them will be working together from here on out, which is good because yeah. they could use it. So they they think the money is being funneled through San Angelo, which is going to be the port where they're supposed to get married. Yeah. And which Amanda just realized. And she's like, isn't that the island we're supposed to be married on? He's like, yeah, it's a good idea. The crew, the passengers, they'll be preoccupied with the re- wedding ceremonies. He's yeah. Or, um, Emiliano said that Orlando was very close to cracking this thing. And he's hoping that he's still alive and that mm-hmm. they'll be able to get him. Then we get... The idea that there is a listening device in the flowers. Yeah. And creepy one and creepy two are in listening to it and hearing all this, which is not good. Yes. Uh, Lee's little math book trick only works if only one person has entered your room. Right? doesn't make any difference. You don't know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. So see the room? That is exactly the same as it was just last year when I went. Isn't that crazy? So they're in the bar. Now I'm really, really, really saddened by the script change that they did of the filming Mm -hmm. because in the script, they danced several dances and then he twirls her around in a waltz and we missed it because they didn't film it. Why would they not have filmed it? It would have been so cool. I know. It's so sad. If anything should have made it in, it was that. Yeah. I know. They only danced one time in the whole series, and that was on the first time, and that's it? Come on. Crazy. And they're so cute together. Yeah. And they're, like, equitable heights. You yes. Know? So it would have, like, looked It would have filmed well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, they're in this, so it took us a while to, to like, figure out exactly where they filmed this shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we finally figured it out, so we took a bunch of pictures nice. from that angle. Um. But that's the entry that we came into mm-hmm. that their backs are, or that her back is too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the bar is over right over there to the left. Yeah. 
of them. But that's up. They're up on a riser. The the crew is from for filming. Okay. They're up on a riser, like another landing. He does look good in that that tux. I have mm-hmm. to say, he wears it well. I don't like that lady's dress right behind him. The pink nope. cotton candy pink one with the white. What even is that? Amanda's dress is very pretty. Very she is pretty. not wearing. She is not wearing a bra at all. Very clear to see. No bra for. <laughs> not that she probably needs to, but still, it all hail. <laughs> <laughs> it, has this, um, it has this cute belt that you see in the front, but then it kind of goes yes. in behind. It kind of looks like a Roman, like a Roman goddess dress. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. It's very pretty with her earrings too. Yep, with those earrings that she mm-hmm. always wears. He's the like, fact that he didn't dance with her while she's wearing this dress is just yeah. Out. You could get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm like you yeah. get some boobage feeling there. Yeah. That would have been cute, though. I it really wish so they would have. Cute. It would have made my video making a lot more easy, a lot more fun. Yeah. And not have only one scene to use it for them dancing, which stinks. So um, he says that he's going to um, go meet up with Emiliano and they're going to go look for, you know, some other areas for the 24C in the cargo hold. And he wants her to stay here and enjoy her drink. And she's like, well, I think I'm going to go for a walk. And he's like, he goes, please just, just stay here. She, you know, she's like, what trouble can there be just going for a nice walk on the on the deck mm-hmm. oh amanda Definite let, let us count the ways yeah. yeah this thing is gonna happen on the deck yep it's amanda king something's always gonna happen <laughs> now rackham and gretz are conniving again and they're you know arguing back and forth about you know what to do um they don't want to draw any unnecessary attention to themselves and they need to get, but, but Gretz is kind of more the aggressive one and he wants to get rid of them yeah. um, and make it look like an accident. Yeah. Three people dying is not an accident, dude. Right. <laughs> he goes, no, not at once. We divide and conquer. He goes, okay by me. And he's got a coin and he says that they're going to flip for it. Heads, we start with the men, tails, the woman, and it goes tails. Oh, women oh, always get the short end of the stick, always. man. <laughs> So while Lee and Emiliano are looking in the cargo area, Amanda is enjoying her drink and then gets ups, um, accosted. A, thank you. I was gonna, trying to come up with a good, yeah, accosted, accosted. is a great one a by by Leisure Suit Larry. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he wants to, to, to uh, dance and, uh, oh my God, that suit. I mean, yeah. look at that. The blue ruffles. Yep. And he says, golly. I mean, really? What grown man says golly? Not a good one. He goes, shame to go uh, to waste all that music. You want to dance? She's like, oh, thank you very much. But I think I'll really just sit here and relax and enjoy my drink <laughs> and not dance with a creeper. Yeah. And then he starts talking about how the boat drills are going to be fun, which is it's called a muster drill. Is that an actual thing? Yeah. yeah. You do it on every ship. But you actually do it the first as soon as you get on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's, as soon as everybody's boarded, they yep. do the, like and then you have to meet where you're going to, you know, where you're going to go as if people aren't going to be running to wherever's closest. But yeah. um, you, you go to your designated area. They give you like a D34 or something like that. And you go and meet there. And then they put on the life jackets. And then yeah. and then you stand but there. No, no, you just go where you go. You just stand there. And then they would load you up if there was a real emergency. But mm-hmm. so... Um, he's talking about that and he's like we have adjoining seats we're in boat d seats 19 through 22 and she's like okay d 19 through 22 and then it clicks in her head c 24 there's got to be a c 24 Mm -hmm. 
And she's like, oh, and runs off to see if she can find it. Do you think he set that up where he made her? It makes I sense don't think so, though, because. In the script, in the script version, yes. I, I was going to say, it, no, it seemed like it to me, like, because they knew they were trying to figure out what C24 was at that point. But he wasn't working with the other guy, so. Yeah, he was. That guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's the bad guy. Yeah. Oops, spoiler. They weren't talking. Oh, I'm, they well, that we know they are. I'm sure they were. Well, actually, now that you say it with the script version that you're probably going to talk about, it does make a lot more sense. Because they're trying to get her up there to right. you know, get in the boat. But right. in the actual episode, I was always a little confused about this part. Like, how do they really try to kill her? Well, I don't think it, it, they don't show anything because I don't think they would know that she would be stupid enough. Is that the right? <laughs> no, that she would they, be no, so bold. Totally that she's bold enough. Up. So, like, they moved it so that that thing would, would swing out. Loose. But the, how, so they don't know what. To go up to see what was in C C twenty four. It would swing out. But they don't know that she's looking for C twenty four though. Right. Yeah. But they've been listening into the conversation. Yeah, but they the didn't. Room, so I don't think they, they said do. anything about C twenty four though. I bet they did. Maybe. That's the we part just, we just didn't about, see it. But at the, getting up there, hanging on to the boom part, didn't make any sense in terms of trying to kill her. Because that just looked like an accident. Yeah, because they could have just shoved her ass off. But in the script, she gets in the the Felicia. And they, like, try to dump her out of the dinghy. So that makes a little more sense about, you know, hey, we're going to try to kill her. Right. I guess I always just read between the lines. Like, my thought was they lured her up there. They they loosened it so that it would swing out. So she tried to climb up into the boat to see what was under C-24. It would shove her off. She would fling off onto the into the water. That was what I thought, but hmm. I guess it's, I was just extrapolating. Is that the right word? You were extrapolating. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? Right. I think they just took advantage of the situation. I mean, they're watching her, and yeah, yeah, I think so too. I don't think they would know she would put that together and mm-hmm. you know it's just too many variables there yeah and and right exactly to to draw that conclusion from such a little information no mm-hmm. i think that's right mm-hmm. and they don't know her they don't know how logical her mind is right and, yeah. they may just assume she's you know a little woman not amanda king yeah you know? yeah, like yeah. just not really putting that but together. that dress i mean that it's is one gorgeous. of my favorites stunning stunning I love the back. I know. Yeah. It's gorgeous. I how, yeah, I love how it's all flowing in the back and it has little belts in the back. I love mm-hmm. how she's able to wear a deep V and not look like a total hoe bag, you know, like that she's just And out. look at, I'm sorry. I know yeah. I always say this, but her arms are cut. Yeah. That's crazy. I'd be worried that something would fly out, though, of that dress. Yep. Her back. Man, yeah. I'd kill to have that back. I know, right? But the crazy thing is, is that if I just worked out, I could get somewhat similar. But I, I just won't. It's just <laughs> I just so don't want effort. to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's do that. Let's let's start doing that. We'll start working we'll out. We'll do the, uh, the Kate Jackson yeah. back workout. It hurts. <laughs> I've been doing body pump for a while on the arms, and it is. Yeah. You don't use them for anything else. I know. I used to do those, you know, uh, that kind of like that. Oh, yeah. my God. But I had that. Back in I know the day. I did too like, for swimming. In high school, oh, yeah. I, mine were like so cut, and now it's all like all, I know, all just, cut is now flab. Yep. Now it's just flab. <laughs> we're all self deprecating yep. us. It's, it's hard always, not to when you're looking at freaking I know. Kate Jackson. You can't look at J- Kate Jackson Jesus. and then be like, oh, I, I don't look too bad. Yeah. No, you, we all suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. No 
we're all trolls. Yep. Let's just, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm a troll. In but... comparison to her, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in comparison to Kate, we're all trolls. Yep. I'm okay with admitting that. I have no problem with that. I agree. Me either. <laughs> Even in the shot, she looks fine. I know. Like, look at her arms. She looks I know. great. You can tell. So that's the stunt woman. And then you can tell when Kate's there, when it's Kate hanging there, that she's got something underneath her because, you know, she's not stretched. Right. <laughs> Which, thank God, I would not want Kate hanging nope. off of there like that. Nope. That I looked down. We looked up. It was so high up. It was yeah. crazy high. Yeah. She's like twisting. Mm-hmm. And I think she has tennis shoes on. Not it looked like I could see some tennis shoes. Yeah, see right there, you can see her knees bent like that. Mm-hmm. She's holding on to something. And thank goodness Lee brings her in. I love how he hugs her. He doesn't pull her off. He like hugs her first. Yep. And then he looks down like, oh, God. She's like, oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's all right, folks. Everything's over. The party's over. Thank you. She goes, it's just some aerobics. <laughs> That's how she gets cut like that. Her arms are cut like that because she does aerobics. (laughs) There you go. It's all that vacuum pushing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fitness with Dave. Yes. 8 a.m. Monday through Friday. (laughs) (laughs) So this is later in the evening and now uh, they're back in their room and (laughs) poor Amanda. She's got nerves of steel that one. Yep. Her hair in this scene particularly I love. I yeah. think it's so pretty. It does look different there. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's the wind-blown look yeah. from the, being out on right. the deck and almost dying. To be a little more tousled, but mm-hmm. it looks perfect. Yep. I love how she starts rambling. He's like, Amanda, please, let's get to the point, you know? Yep. It's like, dude, she just almost died. Right. She was almost shark food. Mm-hmm. So she's explaining how she thought lifeboat C, seat 24. So she didn't even look over that. She just climbed up the rail and grabbed hold in one hand and the other. And then all of a sudden, I just swung out. He goes, and you were very lucky you weren't killed. You know that? And she's like, oh, properly chastised. Yep. That dress is so pretty. The beading so pretty. on it. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I would love to have that dress. Yeah. I could fit it around one of my legs, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you could just buy a mannequin up and then have the mannequin just standing up. <laughs> That'd be creepy. No, if you go down to the SM cave and then there's just... <laughs> if you had like so many of her dresses, you could just have like an exhibit. <laughs> Here's yeah, a what size do you think that dress is? Oh, Probably man. a four. Um, no, I think a four. Maybe back in the 80s, a four. But today it would be like probably a double zero. <laughs> <laughs> double zero yeah. Well, she is tall though. So, yeah. I mean, it has... You know, yeah, maybe a four then. Yeah, he's trying to get her off the ship, and she's like, "The next port is St. Angelo, and and that's where they're, you know, putting they're smuggling all this stuff. So that's not probably a good place to stay." And she goes, "And what would you do about your cover?" And he's like, "Yeah, you're right." And she goes, "But does that mean (laughs) that when we get to San Angelo in the morning, he goes, we'll have to get married in his face?" And she's like, "Huh? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love it." I know. Now one of the fun scenes are coming up. <laughs> the smoochy smoochy time. Now kid. Now kid. <laughs> I love that. I'm sure every SMK fan says that. Yeah. That's so scene. cute. Yeah, it's pretty cute. So what do you guys think of the white tux? The white jacket? I would like it better if it was pure white, not that awful cream. The cream with the white. I don't yeah. like that combo. You know, because it's... It's it's a cream color yeah. jacket with a white, bright white tux shirt. That's kind of weird. Yeah. There's no way it's just not white. Her dress is and very dress pretty. Is pure white. Too. For the 80s. For the 80s, I agree. For the 80s, yep. it's very pretty, very delicate. It's 
very dated. It would be easy to kind of even modernize it if you just ripped off those god awful sleeves, you know, yeah. and then it would be like fine. Like, yeah, no but that worries. top, the top part's very pretty yeah, right there. It for comes sure. down in the lace. Yep. But yeah, the sleeves are, are not. But uh, for the 80s, like and the veil said, is too much no too. Mm-hmm. The veil is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, there were some bad dresses in the 80s. Like, yeah, for sure. Although I love my prom dress. I love that dress. I still have it, I think, somewhere. Hmm. It was very pretty. I mean, it was a Jessica McClintock. Nice. Everything was just so lacy and over the top with all yeah. the... But mine was 90s. That was 90s, so hmm. my prom dress. Say, yeah. Prom dresses should have been the 90s. Well, yeah, for me. For me? Yeah. But not for Jen. Oh, rude! What's <gasps> wrong with you? No, I know because Yeah, I know. No, because you're my husband's age, so I know. So I know rude. exactly. No, I'm it was just cold. <laughs> Mine was ninety one, so it wasn't like it was the <laughs> mid nineties or anything like ninety one, that's cute. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Miss, you I wasn't got, born till 92. You can shove it. You just got Jen, so I had to get you back. <laughs> it was the first year I went to prom. That was when she was born. <laughs> I, was a, I was a sophomore in high school. Huh. She was born in 1992, dude. <laughs> because Nirvana hadn't hit yet. The grunge hadn't hit. So it was still like, it was still like 80s on steroids. <laughs> My prom, my prom, my senior prom was Stairway to Heaven. Hmm. That was the name oh, of it. Wow. And Lane flew in from sh- from Florida. That's adorable. To I go love to that. my prom, Aww, he was going. Cute. He was going to. Co- he was in college, and he came in, and he was so tan. <laughs> he's like, "All right, are you ready?" She's like, "No, we can't." He's like, "Why?" Because he's thinking she's gonna like you know abandon him, and yep. he goes, "Why?" She goes, "You're standing on my dress," and he's like, "Oh." <laughs> So then they walk down the aisle and they seem happy. It's sweet. Yeah. He looks very nervous. Mm -hmm. The minister couldn't be more put out if he tried. Nope. (laughs) He does say least. That's true. Yeah. 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 He he says Lee Stedman. Mm hmm. Um, I don't know if I picked up on that when I was 10 years old, but I certainly did, you know, all the subsequent hundreds of times right. I've watched it since, <laughs> give or take. I he oh, is that what he, okay, sorry, I didn't read it right. Mm-hmm. I did not pick up on that until I was watching it with the um, subtitles on. Yeah, yeah, really? Oh, yeah. They to- basically told us that he said the wrong name. Yeah. Someone said that. I, yeah, I never noticed it until after, after I already knew that he had a different, you know, he had used a different name. Yeah. The first time I didn't notice it, the second time I watched it, I remember going, he said his name wrong like that, mm-hmm. you know, and then not not even thinking, like oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Your lawful wedded husband and he's he kind of he gives like a grimace like oh that doesn't sound good (laughs) not ready for this yeah and she's like i do (laughs) kind of in a quivering voice and so oh it's her her bouquet is yellow flowers did you see that is it yeah there's yellow and white flowers in there look oh yeah there's yellow cute i love that she does that i think that's the coolest thing you know it's one thing to have it like every once in a while but every time they can there's yellow flowers it's cute and so he slips the ring on and uh, says, "This with this ring, I'd be wed. And he mm-hmm. clears his throat with all that eyeshadow. Look at that. Yep. 
Oh my god, it's so dark. It's like someone punched him in the eyeballs. <laughs> and then he goes, "You may kiss the bride." And he looks at the minister like, "What?" And he goes, "Go ahead and kiss her." Like, okay, kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> and he not only does he kiss her, he yes. kisses her once, he kisses her twice, and then when she goes to wipe his lipstick off, he kisses her fingers. Isn't that so cute? cute? Aww, so sweet. So then they go over and have a toast uh, with champagne, and uh, oh, and see all the yellow flowers? Mm-hmm. They're, they're peppered in there. She's like, uh, to about her bouquet. She's like, it's fake. Too bad they're not real. He goes, well, at least your uh, 18 karat wedding ring is real, huh? She's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, click, click, click. Mm. <laughs> she figures out she's like 18 karat, 24 karat, and of course he's like. She goes, 20, 24 karat gold. I think that's what it means. He goes, no, no, no. 24 karat is spelled with a K, Amanda. Like, you dumbass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, no, no. It can sp- be spelled with a C or with a K. Jamie had another spelling bee. It didn't look right to me, so I looked it up. Carrots with a K is for gold, and carrots with a C, it's for other gems. <laughs> She's so smart. Yep. Maybe Orlando didn't know the difference either. And he's like, and instead of paper money, Portofero revolutionaries are funneling... with gold he's like you might have something there yeah she kind of does lee like every other time she solves your cases Mm -hmm. (laughs) he goes but we're talking about millions of dollars worth of gold that that weighed thousands of pounds it'd be hard to smuggle aboard on your carry-on luggage maybe emiliano has some ideas or maybe we'll just walk up upon it and see it happening yep She's like, very nice ceremony. <laughs> Are they going to talk about the kiss ever? I mean, hello. I, I like how she just takes it in stride. Like, she, yes, she's all nervous at first, but then, like, now she's just like, oh, yeah, nice ceremony. Well, she's probably, Miranda, she's probably thinking, I wonder if we're going to get a honeymoon now. <laughs> we are married. The honeymoon night. <laughs> Time to combine the beds. She's so reserved, but I think she could have milked that a little more. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I certainly would have. <laughs> So Amanda sees the the guys unloading the pipes now. And she's like, why would they be unloading anything here? He goes, unless those pipes aren't what they seem to be. Like gold? Mm -hmm. There's gold in them there hills. (laughs) There's gold in their pipes. (laughs) (laughs) So Gret sees Lee and Amanda walking by. And he's like, oh, I want to get them. So he uh, is on his way to go find Lee and now Lee's on his way to go find Gret. So guess who has a shootout? Pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. He grabs one of the pipes, takes a knife and scratches it off mm-hmm. and lo and behold, there's gold yeah. right there. So Amanda's idea of it being smuggled through pipes is actually accurate. Yep. And so Amanda goes in search of Emiliano and opens his door to his room and finds Rackham holding a gun to Emiliano and she's like "Uh uh-oh and then he tells her to come in to the party and Emiliano pushes the guy and tells Amanda to run and she does she doesn't even hesitate but she's got that damn wedding gown on so she's running down the hall and then she comes upon Jillian bumps into her and she's like oh you have to help me Mr. Rackham's behind me with he's got a gun and she's like don't worry and she pulls the gun on Amanda Don't move Amanda if you know what's good for you. So they're showing their true colors. So then Lee's back in the engine room area, I guess. Cargo area. I'm not sure what that is. And nearly gets his head blown off. Luckily, Mm -hmm. uh, once again, the bad guy does not know how to shoot. Right. I think it's funny that Lee took his gun with him to the wedding. (laughs) Because he has not gone to the 
a good agent so is always prepared. Yeah. yeah, I mean he I he knows things are happening there, so I mean I would I could see him bringing it. Probably has another nice holster underneath his. Oh, Jen, box. you know how to <laughs> sweet talk me. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then Lee gets up high and then drops down on Gretz and they start fighting. He does have a killer kick, man. You watch mm-hmm. out. Oh, he's gonna hit him. And then Miles is right behind them with a gun. Dun dun dun. Too bad it's all for nothing. Notice he didn't have any eyeshadow on then. Yep. I actually really like Jillian's dress, that color. That teal. Yeah. It's so pretty. Mm, it's okay. I don't like the style of the dress, but... I do. So now Lee is brought into the room, but guess who's alive? Yay! Orlando! Orlando. He looks a little worse for the wear, for right. wear but um, he's, he's alive, alive at least. Better than the script food. version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, sorry, my friend, it is my fault you are involved in this. He's like, don't worry about it. These guys aren't getting away with anything. Miles, it's not going to work. There's too many people. I don't think so. Or this island would be swarming with agents by now. Well, who do you think all these agents are? Right. Miles asks Jillian, have you made contact with the buyer? Yeah, they're going to meet the boat. We get paid, you know, when when uh, they get loaded. So they're taking all these people. And honestly, the boat, when people are out on excursion, the boat pretty much is like a ghost town, yeah. isn't yep, it? So it's true. always like empty. So if you stay back, like you're going to be left alone the whole day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're tied up. Lee's in the back seat working on his ropes. And Amanda's probably trying not to crap herself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she looks like she's trying too. <laughs> And they are so not driving on a Caribbean island. Mm. <laughs> no, they're in Cali. What? Are you sure? They're in California. They're so in Cali. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at least they can show palm trees now. <laughs> yeah, right? So they move Lee into the front seat as if he was driving, even though his arms are tied. Well, they'll take care of that later. Yeah, they'll take care of that later. Mm-hmm. They'll come back to your dead corpses. Yep. and uh, defile them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Unnecessary. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, Amanda's just like talking with her shifty eyes through this whole scene. Did you see that? She looked over him. She kind of, her eyes shifted over to him and didn't really make eye contact. Mm-hmm. And then he looks over and kind of like, I'm sorry. Like yeah. he kind of gave a look of very full of emotion like i'm really sorry this is gonna yeah. happen to you but then lee gets away and knocks uh, rackham and then uh gretz and rackham are now chasing mm-hmm. after him and lee is driving the other car yep and miles and, and jillian are on the beach in a van which again folks bad guys equal van yep too true and can i just say there's no way that van is moving on the sand and i know with right all of that gold and for with sure especially, especially with all the gold yeah. but where are the pipes when the bad guys come out where are they so now lee's got uh he's trying to help amanda get her hands free and she gets them and then they're driving getting chased down the california i mean uh the caribbean Mm -hmm. roadway on the road when they they peel away there's something in the road i was trying to figure out what that was i don't know why but (laughs) They're shooting at him, and, and Manda's yelling. She's like, oh, no, no, and she's, like, hiding under mm-hmm. the seat. I don't blame her. I know. Well, it happens so many times to her. So Gretz is trying to knock 
them off the road and then Lee's trying to knock them off the road. And then they go around a really tight bend. It looks like they're going to fall right off, but they don't. And so then Lee does a turn. Rackham falls out and then Gretz falls out. And then the Jeep goes over the cliff, much like the Porsche did in Charity Begins at Home and blows up. Time to blow some shit up. It's been (laughs) a couple episodes. (laughs) So then they um, start the car. You know, he starts the car back up and they're mm-hmm. going down the hill because they're going to try and stop Miles and Jillian. And she's like, aren't we going a little fast? He goes, we're going a lot fast. He burned out the brakes in that whole race. Mm-hmm. So now they're uh, going without brakes, which yeah. is not a good thing. This whole scene looks dangerous even for a stunt. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, it's a narrow road. They're mm-hmm. going fast. They're hitting each other. There's mm-hmm. the other car that mm-hmm. they literally almost hit. That mm-hmm. taxi. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Hard pass. Hard pass. Mm-hmm. As if they have an option. The The pipes have been unloaded into the sand and they're going to, they're waiting for the other boat to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee's telling her the only way we're going to get out of this is it jumps. And she goes, say when. <laughs> and she does. And he looks like, holy crap, she actually did it. Yep. <laughs> he kind of has a look like, well, she's really brave. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like that? Yep. If she can do it, so can I. Yeah. So then they <laughs> both fall and then the car goes rolling and just stops right at the van and doesn't really hit it. Isn't that crazy? Yep. It's a little wild. It really that is. It, yeah. it was. Like a glove. So then Lee comes barreling down the hill and jumps on Miles and they're fighting and then Jillian's got a gun on Lee and so Amanda grabs a little pipe and goes and pokes it in the back of Jillian and is like, stick him up! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hands up! And she does. And Amanda's like, go on, go on. You're in the, all this in that gown, mm-hmm. which looks pretty good for jumping out of a car, I have to say. It does. So then she tosses the gun over to Lee and then drops the pipe. And then I love how she hides behind him, like snuggles <laughs> up to him. It's so cute. Yeah. He goes, looks like the honeymoon's over. <laughs> she's even got her arm, like she's got her arm around him. I know. And then, oh, I like how she hugs on him yeah. and he hugs her. That's sweet. That was so cute. Very cute. Yeah. Now we're back in the office and they're kind of doing a wrap up and, and saying that there's no money. So there's no revolution. And thanks to Orlando's the insurgent leaders, leaders have been rounded up. Porter Pharaoh's democracy is still intact. And Billy's like, yeah, that wraps it all up. She goes, sir, there's just one thing. What about the annulment? Francine's like, oh, that won't be necessary. It's technically invalid. And she goes, technically? He goes, yeah, I put down wrong information. Stetsman instead of Stetson. An agent has to think on his feet, Billy says. She goes, oh, phony birthday, phony uh, birthplace address. She goes, well, so we were really never married. Mm-hmm. Didn't you want him to go, her to go, so we really didn't have to consummate? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, like, oh. He goes, uh, Manda, can I speak to you for a minute? She goes, oh, sure, sir. And then she goes, <clears throat> Francine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love when she does that. Yep. He goes, some strange things happened on the assignment. And, uh, well, what I'm really trying to say is that, uh, you know, well, what I'm saying is whatever happened was, and she's like really listening. And it was part of the job. I know it was all part of the job. Yeah. And we were just, you know, playing our covers. I know we were playing our covers. Right. And nothing more to it. She's like, nothing more to it. Does he seem a little disappointed to you guys? He goes, so can I have my ring back? And she goes, so let me give you a ring. And then puts it on his pinky. So cute. And he's like, oh, that is a cute one. Mm-hmm. There are so many cute moments in this one. There really are. Do you want to read what happened oh. Arturo and Carmen? Yes. Yes, please do. Yes, it, Miranda needs to know what happened. Yeah, I need to know. So in that last scene that we just saw, 
well, not the last one, but the one in Billy's office, they actually tie things up a little bit. And Lee says, oh, and tell Amanda about Arturo and Carmen. And he says to Amanda, you were right about them being married. She goes, they were spies too? And Francine says, not quite. Seems they were trying to celebrate their 20th anniversary, but were afraid they wouldn't be allowed on board a wedding cruise. And then Billy says, oh, I guess that wraps things up. And then we get the other part. So they were married. So they probably just wanted to go on that particular cruise. And they were afraid they wouldn't be able to since they were already married. So that's why they were being kind of... Yeah, that why they were so scared. Doing their vows, though people do that. I know, I did. I've been, uh, I we did it on our seventeenth wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. So I told Lane, I'm like, you're gonna have to divorce me twice now, <laughs> <laughs> which means I'm gonna get a half, and then I'm gonna get another half of that. So I'm gonna get like three quarters. Yeah. So you better not divorce me. Right. It's logical. <laughs> it's very logical. Yeah. I'm a logical person. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna get divorced, you have to get divorced right before your kids go to college. Because then you get a lot of all the benefits. Yeah. For like loans and stuff. Oh, Mm -hmm. well, I don't plan on divorcing because, um, you know, he brings me hot fudge Sundays. So this is just for the, you know, for the listeners, not for for listeners, the opposite of that. Still married for appearances if legally you're not and you get a lot of financial aid. But we didn't do that. So, (laughs) oh, wow. (laughs) So a very fun episode we didn't even have to go to europe for this you know to have some fun you know yep we went to the caribbean we went to the caribbean it's time for dotty's bookshelf and good old dotty has two great recommendations for us for ship of spies the first is from sieg who has taken ship of spies and mixed in a bit of quantum leap with the story scarecrow leap the premise is that sam has leaped into our handsome spies place in order to save amanda unlike most of sam's encounters amanda knows He's not really who he's pretending to be. This is a fun what-if story with a touch of sci-fi. The story was written uh, in 2000, and it has about 2,600 words. Dottie's second recommendation is also based on this week's episode, Ship of Spies. However, it's been placed in season three rather than two for a bit of fun. The story is called Uncharted Waters and was written by yours truly, I was forced at gunpoint by Lexi road. to include this story because as she told it, it's her favorite of mine. It is my favorite. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> With just about 13,000 words, it was written in 2016 and things get a bit steamy in this version of the episode. It's definitely rated M for mature audiences. Ow, ow. <laughs> as always, we hope you enjoy our recommendations. Uh, we'll link them on our website at mkcpodcast.com on the show notes page, uh, but you can also find them on fanfic.net. Ernie McCammer brings you Video Vault for episode 12, Ship of Spies. In this episode, I think Lee and Amanda start looking at each other differently, and not just because of the obvious reasons. You know, the wedding, kiss, all of that. Lee always thinks he will knock everyone off their feet, but Amanda is not intimidated. She's intuitive and feels a connection with him, but plays the long game. If he can give it, she can definitely take it. But in the end, he's going to lose. I think Amanda's sitting back and watching Lee react to her and observing. But if she could save something right now in the series, she might sing this song to Lee. The song is Just Like Jesse James by Cher, and the video was put together by Love SMK. And then we have Lee. I think he's realizing he has something special in Amanda and respects and loves what she stands for. And that maybe it's just something he might want and something that compliments him. The video is made using the song Stop and Stare by One Republic, and the video from Lee's perspective was put together by Love SNK. In contrast to Amanda, Lee has 
only known how to play the short game when it comes to women and relationships. As the song, and I think he would say at this point, it's time to make one last appeal for the life that I lead. I enjoyed these videos and I think that they do kind of speak to some of the uh, spirit of the episode and also, you know, the, it's obvious fun one with the wedding and the kiss. But at the same time, I think the two of them are growing a little closer and you can kind of see that in, in their little actions and things they do and how they talk to each other. These videos can be found on YouTube and we'll be we will provide links on our website at mkcpodcast.com. I like that the short game and, the, and he's playing the short game and she's playing the yeah. long game. That's so true. So perfect. Yeah, I think I think it really is. She knows a lot more than she ever lets on, but mm -hmm. she's just kind of sitting back and taking it all in. Yep, for sure. Magda Petrak here. I do believe the ladies of MKC have an admiration for Mr. Stetson. No? Be sure to catch the next episode. This is Martha Smith, the charming Francine Desmond on Scarecrow and Mrs. King. You're listening to Mrs. King's Chronicles, recorded in the scariest place on Earth, suburbia. Thanks so much. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.